Okay, what do you think? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Uh, brave experiment time. What do you say? Oh my gosh, this is exciting, but <laughs> it could also be like a huge flop. Yeah, well, let's find out. Yeah. Intro. One more time. Oh God, I've got the... I had the echo up again. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. Are you ready? I'm ready. There it goes. Welcome to the Exeter Underground, the weekly news and opinion forum for the people of Exeter, about the people of Exeter, and by the people of Exeter, keeping you up to date on all the happenings of our town with analysis that you just can't find anywhere else. You're entering the Underground. Now here are your hosts, Jerry Gelliff and Ted Gardella. Okay, there we go. All right. Uh, Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Welcome to the Exeter Underground. I am Jerry Gelliff. And I am Ted Gardella. We are here to do something a little bit different. Eventually, you know, one of these weeks, I'm going to get that opening right. Yeah. To where we don't have, you know, dead air and all that kind of crap. So uh, we're we're going to do a a brave little experiment tonight with this in that we're going to listen to the supervisors meeting. Uh, We're going to pipe it in, of course, through YouTube. And we're going to pause it when we get to an interesting part. Stop, talk about it, and resume it. That's so, why, so, as Ted said, this so could really be a trick. This wreck. could be a long one. Um, but there's a lot of interesting things on the agenda. I think before we get going, especially tonight when we're doing the Board of Supervisors meeting, we need to just make the disclaimer. Any and all opinions that are expressed on the Exeter Underground are the opinions of Ted Gardella and... Jerry Galliff. And nobody else. We're not here on behalf of any other organization, especially with the Board of Supervisors meeting, I think we need to say that. Um, the agenda is, is uh, it looks pretty heavy, but uh, I want to say before we get started, kudos to the board for the new organization of the agenda. Much more transparent and informative. Yeah, and it makes a little more sense as well. I mean, it's not, it's not just old business, new business, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's actually broken down in a way right. that makes an awful lot of sense for people. And uh, to, to get to it, we've spotlighted a few items that uh, we found of interest. And uh, num- uh, number one is, of course, the, the truck purchase. The truck yeah. purchase, which got tabled. Right. And, um, you know, I think... As I've been watching and engaging in social media, I think some real good points have been brought up, and, and that is why do we have a single, a single bid? Why don't we have multiple bids? Um, and not only multiple bids, but why aren't we looking? You know, I don't, I don't know much about trucks. Is there a reason why we have to have a twenty twenty two truck? Um, so I think that's you know, hopefully there'll be more explanation uh, around that item, and hopefully it'll go quickly. That's why it got tabled in the first place because nobody had any information and you know the old board used to just pass stuff just okay just get it through get it through get it through now we get to talk about golf <laughs> that was their whole mo well i i think uh you know i i, I appreciated the conversation and what that tabled it um it is a two hundred eighteen thousand dollar item uh hopefully it has a, a nice long useful life but uh I, for one, would like to see a lot more. What else are we highlighting um, on the agenda? Well, we've got the eSports League. 
that they're <laughs> they're talking about doing. And I know we, folks can't hear me, but I'm just shaking my head. So I just, <laughs> we I, did 30 minutes of this on the phone today. It's it, so an esports league that the township would pay $250 to uh, some company. What is it, GG Leagues yeah. or something like that? And $250 and I. In my mind and in your mind, we went to the same spot. You're going to take kids out of their houses, right. take them to the to the pavilion in the park, right. and have them play their so video be games outside. there. Right. They can be outside playing their video <laughs> games. That's you know the best of all. Look, I recognize esports are a huge phenomenon. There are esports leagues in K-12 land. There are esports you know pavilions. It's it's getting to be a big thing. But you know, I and I know I'm just an old curmudgeon, but couldn't the kids go outside and like play real baseball rather than playing Baseball on a esports thing, you know. World Series Baseball 2022. Right, you know. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Maybe they could go out and you know, actually play in the fresh air. I don't know. Instead of having kids go, what's that wooden thing? That's yeah. a bat, kid. It's a bat. <laughs> well, and I know this is a very small expenditure. It's really the it's really the uh, emotional cost of admitting that esports are now. <laughs> you know, no more t-ball drink. leagues. No more softball, baseball in the summer. No more tennis courts. We'll just have the old Wii tennis, get, you know, kids batting, uh, batting the ball back and forth virtually. <laughs> the next thing that we pulled out was they're going to be talking about, they're going to officially sanction the firing of Jeff Bartlett as township manager and then talk about how they're going to replace him, who's going to, I don't know if they're going to talk about who's going to do the search or, you know, what the process is going to be, as well as appoint the interim township manager. Right. Um, you know, and again, this is one of those items where I think um, we need to delve a little bit more deeply into the requirements of a class two township. Um, you know, is is it an actual requirement for a township manager? Is that in, in the regulations for a class two township? I believe it and, is. And if it's, you know, and could we do the same thing with a contracted services employee? I would love that. You know, I... Save sixty or seventy thousand sure. dollars in uh, benefits. Benefits, oh, retirement contribution. Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll be watching that closely, and then um, then there's something on here that, about the municipal complex, which you know, according to the vote, was killed. But now you know, is it that they just want to? Well, maybe we should have looked at it before we voted again. I don't know. We'll see what that is, um, or maybe that's where they're going to be talking about the future of that property that the promenade's not going to be built so now what do we what do we have to do with it uh, hopefully that's what they're talking about you know i hadn't considered that they would be talking about selling it i just assumed that it was going to be you know a couple of people got to well but one remember or two at the, the last meeting yeah one of the boards of supervisors wanted to make a motion to just say yep. hey, we're going to sell it no yep. no can't put that on so that could be what we're doing here you're right is that you're right i hadn't even be considered listing that. for sale so the next thing that that I have up here is uh, there will be they're going to be putting a board member on the police pension fund because I guess there has to be board representation to that, and they must have lost it with the last election, whoever it was that was on there before. Which makes sense. Um, I wish there was more information about the status of the fund, um, and I wish there was more information about what this position will do. So. Um, you know, it's an investment committee. We want to get good returns. We want to keep that police pension fund funded totally. And so if we can do that with our, you know, our regular contribution and, um, you know, uh, revenue from solid investments, you know, then I think that's a, a worthwhile 
a worthwhile time. And and we have a couple of people on the new board that have some experience in uh, investments. So hopefully we'll get the right person on there. And uh, we do want we want that pension fund to continue to be well funded. Right. The next item up will be the fixing of stuff at the Reading Country Club. Oh, now, Lord. on the agenda, there is $116,000 for a an no, air conditioning 16, unit. 16000 not 116000 Oh, it's, it's only sixteen. dollars It's only sixteen. dollars It's only 16000 okay. for right. a new chiller. And then it's 15000 for... Security cameras. Yeah. See, see, this is what it's about, though. How much money are they wasting that I'm just assuming? Right. I remember well, it as 116. There's also a, a piece on here that says uh, electrical repair bids. So there's more. There's there's a lot more cost to come just to get this you know place ready to to do any kind of business in. But you know uh, you know you got an HVAC unit that no longer works. You got a hundred year old building. Um, you're gonna have quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of repair and maintenance to do. Yeah, among other things. I mean, you know, and, and that's just the latest. And the other question that you asked that I thought was really good in our phone conversation, is this part of the 86 grand that Clarence Ham right. was talking about? Right. So did we already, I mean, have we already spent 30 of the 86? Right. Um, how much, you know, we don't even have bids yet for the electrical. So, um, and, you know, there's there's other things on here that look to be adding cost to just just opening this place up. This is before we even see oh, yeah. a penny of revenue. We've got a lot of money to spend. Yeah. Then they're going to talk about, uh, it, it, it's a minor matter, uh, letting Morningstar out of the contract. The Morningstar has agreed to be, le to be let out of that contract, I guess, or to let the township out of it, rather. It's a, it's uh, a, for $2,500? Yeah. I mean, that's a bargain. It, it, it is a bargain because we <laughs> signed a contract for 5000 a month. Yep. And so they're saying basically, and you know, it's, it's good, it's good practice for them. If they do want to run the entire shebang, yeah. the golf course and the restaurant and, and everything else, then, you know, being generous and saying, okay, you know, 2,500, we'll call it quits. And then we're, we're going to do the new RFP. Precisely the way I'd have gone about yeah. it. So uh, then we got to, for me, this is the big item, the <laughs> refund. The big item. The refund of membership to disgraced former uh, board member David Spees. David Spees has asked for his Reading Country Club membership to be refunded, refunded for uh, you some reason. This, you caught this out of the check registry. Uh, amazing. Um, you know, is there is there a policy at the RCC for refunds of of membership? Uh, you know, don't know, to me, I don't. You know, I wonder what the hardship would be that would cause us to refund. His membership, isn't he, is he still around? Can he still golf? Can he still use the facility? If so, I don't know why we'd be refunding him anything. Yeah. I, I can't imagine why, regardless, whatever excuse he comes up with, I'd just be like, hey man, caveat emptor. Yeah, you paid and now you either use it for the year or you lose it. Yeah, use it or lose it. Love it. Okay, then we have uh, the sewer account receivables update. Now, I found some errors, at least what I think are some errors, in this little graph that, that finance director Jennifer Savage put together. Well, it's the graph and the numbers. Yeah. Because the graph is accurate according to the numbers presented. Right. It's the numbers that are actually, you know, maybe they're a little bit off. Maybe they're not. Maybe we just don't know enough. Um, so, Right. But then, as I said before in our conversation earlier, she didn't give us enough information, which leads us to 
you know, the management information crap that they do. Right. They do it with the supervisors. They do it with the public as well. That is, uh, you know, that, that limits transparency when they are managing the information flow to the board of supervisors, not to the board of supervisors' satisfaction. Right. So until they get, you know, the board of supervisors saying, you know what, we're getting all the information we asked for, we're getting it in a timely fashion, and we understand it. Until they get to that point, they're just managing up. Right. Um, and they've been doing a, you know, with that previous board, they were doing a darn fine job of managing up because nobody was asking anything and the entire budget was incorrect and had to be, uh, you know, an, an additional amount of time. And I'm sure that the board, those who were elected and were appointed, were not planning on taking additional time to remediate a budget that should have been correctly presented and voted on by the previous board. Correct. And they, they clearly did not want to take the time to talk about secondary issues like whether or not the budget is right. They just wanted it. As I said before, they just wanted to get to talking about golf. Thinking they, about they, golf, talking about golf. Yeah, because Spice, Galtier, and Staub, it's all they you did. Know what? Like they're, they're, you know they're what the esports league may be? It may be virtual golf. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> so that all of the people who are no longer part of the board of supervisors can have their they could have their own virtual Reading Country Club. Dude, I hadn't considered that. You know, maybe they could load in all the holes and then, you know, they could play the country club in the uh, privacy of their own basements. Yeah, or at the park. Right. You know? And if they do this in the parks with the kids, you know, is this going to require internet? Because you're going to have 10 kids playing games? I mean, you, you know, what costs are we going to incur out of this? I don't know. I... Okay, we're coming up to yeah. time to start the, the meeting. I've got it pulled up. So the way it's going to work is I've got it on one of the devices here and we'll pull it up. And once they start and when you get to a point of something you want to hear, put your hand up and I'll pause. You're not talking to the audience. You're talking to me. Anybody. I won't see them. I'll see you. <laughs> I will hold up my hand, Mr. Gallif. <laughs> Just go, I'm not certain stupid, which finger stop. will be up, but I will hold up my hand. <laughs> And make sure that you tell me that I'm being completely unreasonable and, uh, you know, emotional, emotional and all emotional. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the know, key. That is you. <laughs> emotional. Okay, we're just waiting for them to start. And it's live. Here we go. Get ready. Here it comes. Let's rise, please, for Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge of Allegiance, they're doing. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God. Indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. The sound is good. There's no echo. Roll call tonight. Uh, we have that's George Carl Bell. Staples on the telephone. So Carl, are you present today? I am. I'm here. Okay. Ms. Kircher? There. Mr. Hughes? Here. And Ms. Reeser? Here. And so George, George Bell, Bell is also here. present today. So um, we will start the meeting. We have a pair of presentations. Oh, exact session. Thank you. Uh, pardon me. Before we begin the presentations, uh, the board met last week and we had an executive session on the topic of personnel. What a date? Uh, Thursday. Thursday the whatever. No. I think it was the 10th. Uh, 10th, perhaps. Um, no, it was the 10th. Sorry, Thursday. It was Thursday, March 10th. Uh, so at this time, we have a presentation. Uh, Chief, could you lead that for us? Okay, so the chief is going to talk about Good evening, the everyone. In January of uh, 2021, the Exeter Township Police Department 
uh, committed to becoming an accredited law enforcement agency through the Pennsylvania Law Enforcement Accreditation Commission. Why is this important? Process involved in adopting policies, rules, regulations, and procedures. But if they're stopping crime, does it matter that the state is saying, hey, you're good, well, you're good, buddy? This year, I think it's important that, that Commission every facet of government receive the proper training. The extra township police and so if this helps them with training, and of and if, if they become an accredited organization, they are following policies, I think that can only be a good thing. To determine the department's compliance with accreditation standards. The department was awarded accreditation status on March 2nd, 2022 at a ceremony in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. This honor places the department in the top 13% of police agencies who follow the highest standards of law enforcement excellence in the Commonwealth. This was a group effort. I'd like to thank the officers, civilian staff, I want to Larry and Clarence in, for building modifications. In this environment needed. of defund the, the police and, and, and all of the misrepresentation process, of the work like that our first responders do, I, I think this is a very important point that, that our township police department is accredited. They're following standards and policies. I just think that's, a, that's an admirable project for them to engage in. Here today to present the accreditation award to the township is James Adams from the Pennsylvania Chiefs of Police Association. Somebody else's. Uh, I may before computer. I actually present. Uh, you took a lot of my thunder out of it. You did a good job as far as representing the commission. But what I want to make sure that not only the you know, I'm going to tell knows, you something. The, the sound probably you know, it's it's better. There's no echo. Like there was in past weeks. But like these people, they don't understand it. They got to speak into a microphone. I hate people who don't know this. Stuff. Well, but they're presenting to the board. They're not presenting, you know, for the community through this. I mean, that's. But it, it's also in speakers for everybody to hear them. Yeah, but I will say, you know, the, the job of folks who go to a board meeting as employees or staff is to present to the board. So as long as the board is hearing them, they're fulfilling Police departments have signed up for it and become enrolled in our program. However, 154 have actually achieved accreditation. We're now down to about 145 that are still accredited. We're not proud of the fact that some of them lose accreditation, but I think that goes to the program itself. Does anybody really care about it's not this a part? Just tell us that our guys are good. Give them the plaque. Get your ass out of here. Is it me? You're going to have to bleep that. Uh, oh, okay. Your, uh, police department being able to comply with that, you ultimately can lose accreditation, which several departments have. So, with that said, it's not just about getting the seal, it's about maintaining the standards, it's about best practices, it's about risk management. There's a lot of things. I'd love to stand up here all oh, evening. I'm sure he would. Oh, I wish you would. Some of your parents uh, know I won't do that. But seriously, he's saying accreditation. You, not just That's what it is, accreditation. If you'd like to learn There's more about accreditation, just Google, go on to the web. But, but he's saying the D like it's Chiefs. No, I don't think so. There's an accreditation tab. You click on that. There's a lot of information there. 
the 135 standards oh, I'm gonna go that I'll they have to comply with are all listed. Then within those standards, there's what we call bullets, some of them up to 13. <laughs> there's a grand total of about 350 I think for the police accreditation, they should have the used York something police other than bullets. The has policy that they subscribe <laughs> to, and then Bullet also points. they have to show proof of compliance. And just to show you how important... And oh, come on, dude. Accreditation come is, on. Some of you may remember uh, when all the... the the Be brief, words, uh, you'll be popular. You may remember back in the 1920s when W.C. Fields came out with the eight can't-wait initiatives. They were so proud of, and by God, they were going to make sure the police departments had these eight can't-wait initiatives instilled. All of those eight Dude, come initiatives on. have been embedded in our accreditation. He went longer than the chief years. did. He's gone much considerably longer. I can assure I mean, you he did say the chief stole some of his thunder, so if it hadn't been for the chief, he's ahead of the game it. as far as best practices. This guy's going off to like this. Not only do they have a seal to prove it, four minutes, they had outsiders come in and evaluate them and give you that seal of approval. So it's my honor to come before you and officially present the Pennsylvania Law Enforcement Accreditation Commission accreditation seal. To the, to the Exeter Police Department. Hey. Well, well done. Welcome, Chief and staff and all the officers. That's awesome news. Next. Now we have to stop for pictures, probably. Oh. Congratulations, board. You were instrumental. The way you sat there. Thanks for presenting. <laughs> This next presentation is not going to be much better. We don't know. Pennsylvania American Water Company Capital Improvement Project to the water and wastewater infrastructure. So, You're a private company. So at this point, we do. have another presentation this time from PA American Water Company. Wait for the chorus of booze. Do I have Mr. DeBacco present by chance? Or? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Okay. Well, welcome, Mr. Darish. His name was first, so I started there. So, thank you for joining. Come on, dude. You want to sell that sewer plant back to us? You <laughs> was asking to get the sewer plant back. Um, I was asked to come present uh, a, basically a, a very uh, brief overview of language that was uh, in our asset purchase agreement when Pennsylvania American Water agreed to uh, purchase the uh, Exeter sewer system from the authority. Um, Another guy doesn't have a mic technique. in there about uh, improvements. Where am I aiming this at, Will? Oh, this is another thing. I guess he's giving them... Some uh, 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 there's, there's some visual aids. Uh, Why can't they put this on and, uh, YouTube? They've got the software to do it. Engineer. So the, the terms that were uh, put forth in the asset purchase agreement is that there was an additional $3 million uh, of capital infrastructure improvements in either water or sewer uh, that had to you know be done within four years of the closing date, which was October 24th. 2019. So, those whatever projects are decided on uh, should be done next year, by the end of next year. Um, okay. Uh, and 
it was the the onus was basically on the, the seller or uh, Exeter Township. That's not the game. What? Determine the, the projects. We there's only one we've done so far, and that was extending the main. The onus was pick on up the, seller, the uh, businesses said. on Perkyoman Avenue before the PennDOT so that means the town project came through and resurfaced the whole area. Uh, Is that what he's saying? From the, he said the onus was on the seller. I'll bring the, the last customer, and, and then all those individual businesses okay, there did not have water service, so we extended the main down and put services in for if they wanted to connect. Um, so to date, that was about $141,000 of improvements we spent. Long way to go. Um, and the, uh, the seller, uh, Exeter and PA American have met uh, a couple times. I don't remember the exact number to, to discuss the projects. Uh, proposed projects are uh, What's he doing? He's fumbling with papers. Come on, man, to get your act together. Uh, water to densely populated areas in order to provide fire protection or domestic water if, if uh, the residents' uh, wells are failing, uh, or to extend sewer to densely populated areas that may have septic systems that are failing. So as of now, we we budgeted the number the the money for next year. Uh, we need to pretty much develop any any improvements that we want to make by the end, by the end of this year so we can plan to, to construct it next year. Um, we've identified four areas that uh, don't have public water but also have a, a fair amount of residents. It's put me to sleep. Um, Pathfinder Valley, I believe, is the one that's shown up there that has 130 plus residents. <laughs> Are they all on wells? Do they Is that better? Okay, sorry. The Pathfinder Valley. Uh, sorry. The Pathfinder Valley area is shown up there with 130 plus uh, residents that do not have water. Uh, there's a Lorraine area with 40 plus, Littlefield Avenue with 40 plus, and then the area, uh, Shockley Street, Hanover, that area there has hmm, approximately 90 plus homes that do not have public water. So they're kind of the four that areas that we thought would be the biggest bang for the buck to provide uh, a benefit to the community. Um, nothing's really set in stone yet, but um, that was really all I had to present. Uh, any questions? Fan, I thought. Yeah, yeah, I have a couple questions. Uh, you mentioned there that you met with Exeter Township twice, is that correct? I, I believe it was twice. Yeah. Three times so, maybe? Three. I think it was three times. So, and their only uh, project was to extend the Perkyoman Avenue water? Actually, that, that one was right off the bat. We so that was a no-brainer then, basically? Yeah, was, yeah we, okay. you weren't going to have that opportunity. Hey. Right. So uh, if I if I understand what you're saying, we're looking at areas that are highly densely populated now and also f failing septics. So uh, do you have any information from our older communities? Are they having septic problems? Do you know? Uh, I think, uh, you know, I don't know exactly which communities are the oldest, but I know the one over on 47th Street and Green Tree Acres. That's a really old one. I mean, that was there when I was a little little kid in the 
you know, late late fifties and sixties, mm -hmm. and I don't know the one on up near Walmart. That's that's a pretty old community too. Okay. Are we well? The, are we researching? They are water and sewer, though. If that, if you're talking about uh, across from Walmart. Yeah, yeah, across from Walmart. That is yeah. water and sewer, though. That is water and sewer. Yeah. So Matter of fact, they're actually re replacing some right now. Okay. So th those are older older communities, and I'm. Just wondering if we we need to go out there and I mean we're, we don't want to leave three million dollars on the table. Right. That's essentially what we have. So let's let's fix our our septic system now in these older communities. Oh, and, so there was three million and budget talk to the people this. that uh, do not have it. I know there's some communities out there. That Could don't this want be it. that money they keep clear. talking about? Well, that's their problem if they don't want that's, it. Okay, that's that's in some like trust fund basically. If they don't want it. Uh, that's that's on them. As, future, as a function of the sale. Pay for, get it paid for now by American Water, or they will pay for it later. So let's let's find out quickly, as, as quickly as we can, in our old communities, uh, what the uh, situation is in the condition of the sewer now. Are there any other ones that are older than Green Tree? Well, Lorraine, some parts of Lorraine, right? No. No, no Lorraine's no, not Lorraine, new. Okay. Lorraine's all complete. That's okay, that's true, because that was all orchards when I went to Lorraine no, that's, Elementary. That's all, that's all hooked up. 15 years ago. <laughs> so so you say it's a community across from Walmart and Green Tree Acres? Well, the one from across from Walmart, that's done. That's all hooked up. That's all done? How about Green Tree Acres? Is that done? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's all new sewer? That's all, that's all hooked up. Because I, I, I don't think there's anything new in my house, and I live right on 47th Street, and they haven't touched... Uh, yeah. Well, not new, new. I mean, I, but we yeah. need to differentiate when, when we're, we're looking at I mean, where they don't have, have anything. One lot systems. Yeah. Well, what about existing ones? You said you said uh, failing septics and older. Yes, that means they have an on lot system that, like a, a septic tank. Well, they're talking oh, about. So you just looking for new customers? Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. That, that would hey, what, they're talking about older rain when they say Lorraine. Yeah, I, I got it now. That's that okay. old section. So they're not going to fix anyone that, that's existing now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So I have one question. The, the, I'm sorry. I'm over here. <laughs> it's hard to see. Um, I just was curious. So I know the, the some people have wells. So you're saying they get the choice if they want to hook up to the water or they want to keep their well. Is that what you're saying? Uh, that is what I'm saying. Yeah, we can we as a, a public company cannot compel anyone to hook up okay. to either sewer or water. Okay. So it has to be by choice. Okay. So did, did we ever communicate to the our public, the residents, that they had this opportunity? Do they know about this? On the first ones that we tried with, and we pretty much got shot down. <laughs> that was off of Pineland Road. Um, they didn't want to hear it. But, cause so I, how do we get that out there then? They went door to door. We sent out a, I sent out a 65 questionnaires. And oh, you mailed, mailed out to residents? Yeah. Okay. I got, uh, I, I got is that the far reach, reaches of Exeter? Is that what he's saying? Yeah. Like like the place yeah. where you hear banjo music? It's the place that they're not yet hooked up. That was basically right. uh, inquiring as to if they were interested in water. So your company, American Water, uh, will go in if someone wants their septic tank uh, updated to and uh, connect to the... No, we would run public sewer. That's what I'm saying, updated to public, public service. Right. You would do that at no cost. It's currently, 23 people right? watching this uh, video. No, that's not correct. Um, but what, what, what's the three million for? We put all the facilities within the public right of way. It would be up to the resident to pay for the lateral 
from their house out oh. to the basement. Okay, so you'll just build the infrastructure yeah. to the house, hmm. and then the homeowner will have to pay to get connected. That's correct. Okay. You want to just sell tell them to go scratch, wouldn't you? Just kidding. It's not. <laughs> They're also going to be running the uh, water line from, uh, what is that, Beecham down to uh, Trout Run to get us off that well down there. Because that water's so bad down there. And we paid money for that, right, Joe? Some uh, uh, engineering work for that line? For the water line, we started looking at options of going along up to. Uh, Birchmont down in the railroad investigating what it would take for clearance to go through Norfolk <laughs> Southern Bridge. Um, we had some preliminary discussions with the township staff as well as PA American to see if we can tunnel or bore underneath the railroad and put a casing in and give water. <laughs> Our water down at the yeah, park has not been is, good. You know, um, we have a bathroom facility. This would allow for yeah. domestic use where we could use it for irrigation as well as bathroom facilities. Well, we're trying to spice it up. Oh. That's why I said, speaking of bore. Uh, right now, we just have one bathroom facility, and it's on a well. And we haven't determined the cost of that project. No, no, we haven't. So what happens to the three million if it doesn't get used for these Oof. residents? It just is not. It just goes yeah. away. Is that is that what I'm understanding? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. So communication to the residents about this moving forward. How would that? Did she say it just goes away? Yeah. How does that happen? It how does it just away? evaporate? Money just or, evaporates. Or does Pennsylvania Water recoup it, or does Exeter Township recoup it? Right. There's the question. Who like, gets who, it? Who gets that three million or whatever's left? Let's see if she goes into it work like because people aren't going to know from this meeting right. that this is an option well if uh, w once we come to terms on because obviously we can't do all those projects right um, so once we would determine which ones uh, between the township and it's really the township's call what one they'd like to pursue or it would be up to mailers that would be sent out uh, gauging the interest um, the Kind of the benefit with the water side of things, like, like I said, we can't compel anybody to, to hook up, but at least we would still be providing fire protection in those areas if, if customers didn't want to connect. So we could build it out there. We could, build, we could have you build it out in whatever community we choose. All right. All right. Well, we can what about Glen Only Farms? I know that was a problem at one time. Or water? Or what's the sewer going into the water leaking? I'm sorry, what was that again? The For their stores. Uh, they, they have um, underground septic, septic contaminated, tanks. Contaminated yeah. water. So that's the lower section. I believe the whole upper section is it's Yes. I don't know what they did to it. I can't hear him. Last time I was here, so. Michelle, you need to talk in your mic. They can't hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. I just asked him about the Glen Oli Farms. Speaking of Mike Tech. done any work in there. That was, if you if you remember, they shot us down big time. Yeah. They did not want to hear anything about it. Yeah, for what I for what I recall, there was a concept plan developed by Gannett, who was the authority engineer at the time, about running public so sewer. Ragoski and as Clarence said, the, the residents were, were not in favor. Nobody else of does. A what are they doing? Could, could you put the map up on the I think they need couple to computers that you identified? Yeah. Uh, Providing a, a better. So the biggest one is 130. Yeah, and and that three million won't cover. That what? That three million will not cover that entire project. That's probably 
a four to five million dollar project there. It's several miles of me. Is the only only property on that map? Is that no? One, it is one, not. It's not one of those. So how much would the three million? Would it cover the forty? Would it cover the ninety? It would cover the ninety and probably cover. I really the did not think this portion of the meeting would take this okay. long. Right. So that's a hundred. But they're trying to figure out how to. I don't understand. If it would cover the ninety and the two forties, why wouldn't it cover the one thirty? Because it's all about the length of pipe putting in the ground. Craig, are you talking or to the two, 240s or the 90 million? Correct. I just wanted to clarify that. You, you're saying that the 3 million would cover the 240 communities or it would cover the 90? Yes. Okay. Oh, I thought you said it would cover all. No, no, no. Okay. It would cover the 240s. Wishful thinking on my part. So uh, we, we need to uh, uh, communicate to the residents uh, that we have an opportunity yeah. to do this. We should. Utilize the three million to build out either the two forties or the ninety, right? So that it's there. So what happens later on when the septic tanks fail, they contaminate the the well water, and we end up we have to pay for all this build out. Then is that correct? Who pays for it later? Someday we might have to build out the hundred and thirty people there, right? Someday. That's. And so that's on the township. So the 130 has sewer. They do not have water. Okay. They have public sewer, not public water. Okay. So, all right, that's that's better. What about the 40, 40, and the 90? They have both, one or both? Or? Uh, they have public sewer, not public water. Okay. And you want to bring them public water? Yes. Okay. Now, you're already charging a lot of these people $300 and $400 a month. Yep. Okay. How is that not helping us? I think this is somebody from the audience. Yeah, it is. So we we I, I don't fully understand your question. We do improve. I hope they told this dude that you're walking into a lion's den here. We haven't started on sewer yet, but water we're always replacing water mains. Every Some year. of these people who live in this township are a thousand percent more than they did two years ago. Okay, that's bull. A thousand, ten thousand times you're paying ten times what you were paying before. If you were paying thirty, and now you're paying. Greg, can I ask you a question, please? Uh, Who's paying three hundred? Did mention sending them once, and I'm going to imagine no. The addresses here. Can you either? Offer or take it back, but how about sending a solicitation one more time just to make sure? I, I know it was limited success the first time, but I wouldn't mind hearing the voice of the residents one more time. Okay, we didn't send it. They haven't done these. We sent it up to Pine Lake. Pine Lake oh, okay. Okay. Uh, uh, Princess Court, that area okay. there. So. And we decided to not really pursue anything else until we got more buy-in on on what you may want. Oh. We are hoping with the Pineland area that we do have our park and we have some proposed. It really is. It's, it's very difficult to, to listen to this. Same thing with Trout Run. Yeah. I know it's border. essential to spend three million dollars the right way. I get as that. As far as I remember, that the only way that a person had a um, was obligated was obligated to connect was if their if their well went or if their septic tank went. Otherwise, how can you mandate them? I, I said we can't. Okay. I just wanted to make sure everyone knows. Yeah, we cannot we cannot make anybody hook up. 
you do need our uh, recommendation by the end of this year, roughly, and work to take place next year. Is, yeah. well, before, it would be better to have a recommendation earlier this year so we can plan okay. permit permits. I mean, just want to make sure I have the ask captured accurately. So I appreciate it. Is it uh, Carl? I know you're on the telephone. Oh, oh out of mind, okay. right? Do you have any questions for Craig? Maybe I decided. So he said, "Ask cracks." Moving on. <laughs> I, I have a question. Those communities. Uh, do they have names? The two forties. Do, do you have a name for those? I can't see the map. I think. I think one was called Old Lorraine. They just call it Old Lorraine. The other one was Little Field Avenue, I believe. Little Field, yeah. It's it's what was the other one? Old Lorraine. Yeah. Little Field and Hall. And then the other one is Old Lorraine. And, and how, then, about, how about the ninety? That's down around that's Lincoln and Shockley. I know what you're talking about. That's where my parents lived. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, we'll do, we have a robust agenda. Can we'll entertain one more question? There's a gentleman I saw it. Robust. If there's no more board member questions, that gentleman. Sorry, I don't know your name, but please ask your question. I do believe they have sewage. Yeah. Think of this as like a use it or lose it type situation. You're, you're right on that. It would not cover all of that. So the answer there would be when front everybody anyway, we could just pick a few streets in there to do that would be covered. And at the very least. Excuse me. Yes. So. We need to pay for it. But the homeowner does have to do the lateral connection. I live in a townhouse. And I'm right, he said so they're that. Doing that. So right out to the pipe. They're doing the street. Yeah. And then you've got to pay to hook up your... And so the point that was raised is a valid one. People are going to have to pay to become your customers. Yeah. Yeah. The water situation from Exeter that sold it or whatever they did, you have really... Crucified us senior citizens. Crucified. We do not get raises like other people in their jobs. And even people that are lay people that do get paid in raises do not, they're not affected. I mean, we're all affected. All. And it's absurd that you people, you know, think people have money that's flowing out of their pockets. And then you do all these improvements and stuff like that. You know, you say you're covering something, but down the line, we get it. Yeah. And it's a shame. Your company has really took us over the roof. Really. Uh, I mean, it, it's terrible. I have lived in this township almost 30 years. I had a well. I lived off of Lincoln Road. I had sewer, we had to go connect into the sewer and so on and so on. But bottom line, you people have crucified all of us in the <laughs> Wow. Whoopsie. You knew what you were doing when you took it over. Well, did you have something you were? Yeah, what I might suggest um, yeah. is the township's 
staff, we can provide addresses and contact what? information for these areas that are uh, outlined here. And then Dang, they did it. Yeah, they sold the plant. Completely went over the top of what that woman said. Right. Nobody wants to even address it. Yeah. You know, hey, so you're, you're saying we, you're going to do the infrastructure and then we have to pay Seems to possible. become your customer. Thank you for the so presentation. You can overcharge yes, us for water and sewage. Well, yes. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome as well. Okay, so Fred next on the agenda, we have public comments. Public comment on agenda items. She's the green sheet here. First up, uh, we have Colleen Halligan, please. And are, are you able to stand up at the, if you might? And I meant to make reference. We, I have a big mouth. Everybody will hear me. Well, we do, we do appreciate it. This is for all speakers tonight, not just you, please, before you begin. I'm going to make one comment before you speak, please. For all speakers, please, is we have a, and forgive me, I'm fighting a cold as well, so pardon me on that. But uh, what I was going to say was we have a robust agenda, so kindly do your best to the three minutes tonight. It would be mighty obliged, okay? But please, the, the floor. The floor is yours, Colleen. I'll keep on going on. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Email, you know? Okay. Number one, I just received my real estate tax. And I'm not the only one. Like I said, I'm a senior citizen. And my Here it comes. on the real estate tax of uh, the second bill that we get. I don't understand why. We have to get two bills. It's an expense already cover, you know. Um, number two, okay, debt service is $32 for the country club, Here we which go. I think is a joke. We don't even get a dollar off a of dinner. Okay? I like her. Um, fire hydrant. <laughs> Okay, I believe everybody should have a fire hydrant. Everybody in their homes, because I saw one of the homes in my development go up in flames. The whole thing was gutted. Okay, I have a problem constantly. People parking where I am, I have the fire hydrant right in front of my house. People don't know their, their codes of driving. When they were taught, I have to constantly call the police <laughs> I'm the ogre about it. She's the ogre. Police department probably knows me very well when it comes to that. Um, okay. And the hydro tax. Okay. The recycle. $70. That's outrageous. They don't even recycle this stuff. I mean, come on now. They just throw your can wherever they want to. Yeah. You know, block your mail. She is not happy. She is so an angry, so angry All person. All right. Last we year need I her. $100. I try to get the discount as much as I can. Okay. It went up an additional $214, actually $315, that I will be paying for. That is totally outrageous. I am not the only one. Us senior citizens that sit here today, we didn't get that much in Social Security raise this year. Why, in the name of God, did you take away the homestead? Oh, boy. Somebody tell me that. I, I Preach. You have 20 minutes, and then I'll answer your question. If you want to talk some more, you have 20 seconds. Okay. And then I'll answer some of your questions. Okay. All right. Well, 
that's basically, I haven't got my school taxes. Well, I just wait. You think you're angry now? You're going to be angry then. But as of right now, I'm outraged about the real estate. Okay. Make sure you get to the school board meeting, though. So, Absolutely. Uh, thank you, Colin. You, you received uh, two bills. Uh, one is from the county. One is from the township. Okay. You've only you've only received one bill from the township. I'm pretty sure of that. Okay. That's that's the municipality. Yes. Yes. Okay. The other one's the county. Should be the county. Okay, that's the county. Yeah. Well, we can't have any. We don't have any, you know, control. Okay. Over that. Well, I called the county up. Okay. So and that, I explained that, the situation, right. and they wanted to know. Um, she didn't know why the homestead was taken away. Right. Well, I'll explain that in a second. I'm going to okay. go down your list okay. here. So, uh, the thirty-two dollar uh, debt service payment. Yeah. Uh, you're right. That's all related to the Reading Country Club. Uh, the handling of the country club in the last 15 years has been Look, abhorrent. Golfers, they need the to people golf. on the board they can't afford to spend really are not or good managers. Well. They're not real business people. They need to get their you know, round of golf in for like $20, here. $30. It's a small price to pay that, for uh, all of Dexter community to pay $30, to $40, $50, $100 so that the golfers can golf. That's right. This woman is being really selfish. Doesn't she know that there are rich white people who need to swing a club? Doesn't she know this? Well, they're just rich people. She's so selfish. She's really a selfish person. I was liking her right up until that point. It's only thirty-two dollars for her to subsidize the recreational habits of you know a few uh, privileged residents here, and she should be thankful. She should be going to thank the golfers that she can pay that thirty-two dollars for the Reading Golf Country Club. Agreed. Agreed. I was liking her right up till this point. Right. And we're being crucified by that every year. A lot of crucifixion going on. But it's not the point. We should not have right. to pay for that. Right. But we're, we're going to work. I mean, there's only so much we can do. Right? I understand that. But we're we're, we're going to work so that you feel like it's contributing to your life. You're going to have opportunities right. to exactly. go there. Okay. But so, people don't. And, that, and that's what, but we're going to work on that. You're going you're gonna to hear some things. The other boards, they had... All they were interested in was playing golf. All right. Oh, there he goes. hundred percent of the community being able to use that property. I can't go into the details, but we're going to see what we can do for our community because everybody pays for that. And only two, less than 2% of the people in our community get to use it. So keep that in mind. So the, also I want to touch on the... Uh, uh, you said about the, re the uh, recycling. Okay. Now, I don't know if you ever read anything about what I had to write or say, or if you ever heard of my ExeterUnited.com website. He's hawking himself. Yeah. Jokers in the last couple of board, okay, Dave, boards were talking about collecting recycling every week. I was against it. You know, we would have only we would have stayed at $35, but they decided they want to do it every week, $70 extra for you for everyone okay uh basically i think it was to smooth out the processing plant that mr mascaro built so instead of getting recycling uh, items every two weeks he got them every week and you're paying for that okay hopefully when the contract comes up again i'd like to convince everyone here to go back to every other week and then that should drop again well, how come 
come uh, we uh, wind up with mascara again? Well, that's, a, that's a good question because I was looking at one of the uh, uh, one of the interesting questions. She's asking questions that people don't want to answer. Three different companies that bid on it, and he was the highest, but he he got the contract. And I can't answer the question why he got it. I just know that the former board members three bids and Mascaro was well, the highest and got the bid. That's just an opinion, I'm sure. I don't know if okay. it was highest, but he wasn't cheapest. Wow. <laughs> and then finally, your question about the uh, the Homestead Act. Okay, this this was really a joke on every one of us. I mean, the p previous board of supervisors just played a real horrible joke on us, okay? We, no other township that I know of in Pennsylvania, I did the research, has ever implemented a Homestead Act, okay? Because when I don't like this reasoning. we reduced our revenue by over $700,000, okay? And you can look at the video, the township he what? doesn't have it. But what I, I say is if you reduce that revenue, then you the need to live within your means. Yes, to correspondingly reduce homestead the budget. Yeah, he's, he is correct about that. Nineteen tax bill, you'll find out that your taxes are, that's what they were. You paid that extra 200 some dollars. No, no, 2019. 2020 and 2021 is when the Homestead Act took effect. But the problem is they cut revenue by $700,000, but they never cut expenses. He's making the right so point you there. you can imagine, it's like you getting a, a, a Social Security check, and then all of a sudden you only get 50% of it. You're going to have to cut your expenses, but not the township. They just kept spending and spending and spending. Yeah, but who's watching over you? Uh, well, back then, I was the person opening up my big mouth, and they were criticizing me all the time, and nobody was, you know, coming up to help me. A few yeah. people did. You've but, done a great uh, job of responding here. to her questions. We're but watching everything. We're going to so enforce the budget. Move on. I'm we sure we've got other public comments January, to go. And we were able to supposedly cut $270,000. And, and you're making our show budget. suck. Right. As far as I was concerned, it wasn't enough, okay, but it was. it's a start. Yes. Over. I mean, yeah. that is a killer. Yeah. I'm sorry. But again, but, but again, I, I ask you to go pull out your your tax bill from 2019, and take a look at that and see what you paid in taxes back then, and you'll see it's not much different than the tax bill you got this year. Okay, but, uh, it isn't. It, it'll be a little different, of course. It's like two, three years later, but but it'll be closer. Yeah. Because I was on the homestead. Oh, yeah, yes. And that's that's the big change. The homestead. We, How can you debunk something that's already without people knowing it? It was, well, I, well, you have to talk to the other supervisors. They, they, they sold it to you under a false narrative that this was giving, and it's in the minutes, they were giving you money back because you allowed them to sell the sewer plant. Now, and they, yeah, I mean, it's in the minutes. I was reading it the other day. So, so they... They paid you all off so that you didn't complain about selling the sewer plant. And, and they did say that, oh, your rates won't go up, but they lied. It was a bullfish because they never talked about the fact that American Water insists on having a 6% return on their capital investment. They never once mentioned that. And when I would bring it up, they tried to shut me down. So the prior supervisor, I don't know if it's, if it, you know, I'm not, I'm gonna, not, I'm not going to, speculate on whether they knew what they were doing or whether they were just foolhardy, but they've caused this situation. 
and we have to fix it. We have to go forward, and we have to pay for the services that the citizens get. They just made it a lot more difficult than it ever was before. Okay. And I, I appreciate all that answer, and I know that many in the room had similar questions. Uh, if I may just ask for the, you're, you're quite welcome. But no, it was good, and I think others in the room had those questions, so that's, that's fair. I think we need to be very careful about calling somebody a crook. Okay. Nobody here called anybody a crook. The lady just called Mascaro a crook, sir. She well, said it was her opinion. I asked her. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, it's still slander. It's a moral. Not if it's no. an opinion. I think we can move on. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can move on. Yeah. I, I appreciate the comments there. I, it's a little more challenging when it's a resident making the comment, but I hear what you're saying. I, and I would prefer us not to use that type of language, so thank you for noting it. Uh, we have, and I violated my own rule there by saying extending time because why would he, why would that guy care? So I wanted to if she called him a, a crook, like, what's that about? Well, remember, there's been people who we'll like there's one gentleman who came here for the donations to the library who basically put Mr. Mascaro on, you know, a golden throne. William Clark, if you Able, okay, Mr. Clark, to approach and state your address as well. And please, we'd be interested in your comments. Then. Hi, Phil Clark, 251 Shelbourne Road. I was going to speak on another subject, different way. But what I will tell you, I think in the last seven years, the boards of Extra Township have basically been very dishonest to residents. Preach. I think we were sold a lot of bone goods in the last seven years. And spent a lot of it. My sewage to 2016 till today looks like it's going to go up over 275%. Yeah, almost tripling. Now, I heard people talk about the Homestead Slight of Hand Act, okay? And that's what it was. But they're also talking about the country club. If anybody sits down and goes up the street here to the school board meetings and find out what would happen if we dropped in 139 townhouses on that country club lot, just figure out where your school taxes go. Not only with the board for your sewage, your water, traffic, and everything else you're going to have to redo, the township will probably end up paying for it. No. You don't think the pillars bill, because we'll say, ooh, they're going to put, we'll get all that nice tax revenue. You will get tax yeah. revenue, and it's not well, every home that's going to have It's like plants. I pointed out Probably years ago to this board, or a board at the time, when they were talking about sewage. And they were talking about it. And I said, wait a minute. What did you finance? What's your finance? And they said, well, we're financing it for 20 year debt. And the sewer lines are going to be good for how long? How long are we good for? Oh, anywhere from 10 to 12. So when you replace them, we're going to have eight years of debt plus another bunch of debt for another 20 years. This is not fiscal responsibility. It's about time the boards, and I don't care where they are, the school board or this board, starts looking at what it costs. And to run an $800,000 deficit, yeah, you need, you need to pay attention. 
I came out from industry, and we had a call, believe it or not, it's called a 7% rule. Again, manufacturing. If you did not touch, physically touch the product, you were direct labor. If you did not, you were indirect. And when indirect labor exceeded 7% of the direct labor, they automatically, the next day, they adjusted it. And I talked about indirect. Oh, what are they, just managing people? No, there were maintenance, there were sales, there were accounting, anybody did not touch a product. Even the people that ran high list that moved the product back. Is it relevant? We moved the product back and forth. We kind of as indirect because they could not directly put a cost okay. to what they were doing for that product. And the next day, I think he's trying to tell them to bring better financial cool. practices to the township. I appreciate right. your comments, Bill. Thank you for sharing that. That would have been a better way to state it. Yeah. And we have one more uh, speaker, uh, Dan Lavenslayer. I'm the engineer for the golf. Oh, I that. okay. Um, so, so, yeah. So, the dude is an, a witness and he signed okay. up for public comment. For a witness for what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, do, do you program? want to speak on the probably uh, that ADA thing now with the Reading Country Club? Oh, he wants to speak on the Reading Country Club. Oh, the golf, the clubhouse. Okay, okay. okay. Very good. Oh no, the Exeter Golf Club clubhouse Thanks. thing. Okay. Uh, so next on the agenda uh, is. A consent agenda for a few items. Um, before Here it I ask if there's a motion for the consent agenda, no I think I'll lead with asking if there are any, the board members, if there's any items on the consent agenda they would like moved to the regular agenda. Disbursements. Yeah. Any other items? <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Minutes. Minutes. Yeah, we could have made it a minute. The minute should be. All right, so with that, I. Believe me, more prudent to go through them one at a time. Is the uh, so we'll just go. Uh, would it meet your request? So much for the consent agenda. Right, yeah. We'll just go straight down the list. Well, we got to get uh, used to it. So uh, we will begin uh, approval of the minutes of February fourteenth. Do I have a motion on that? I make a motion to approve the minutes of February fourteenth. The point. Thank you. Is there a second? I'll second. The point in disturbing the consent agenda is that you have a problem with, with it. it. Right. If you're just going to uh, make a motion to approve it, <laughs> leave it on the consent agenda. God. Okay, we have a motion and a second. Any discussion? Just one thing I'm going to point out, and Chad and I already talked about, and Michelle's aware, um, just moving forward that all board members are referred to with a title. Um, so, and the, just so everybody understands, um, the reason it wasn't done with the women is because they didn't know if they would want Miss or Mrs. or Ms. and didn't want to offend. So, I'm good with the way they are right now, but moving forward, we'll all have a title in the minutes. And um, so, that's my only comment. Any additional comments? So then, uh, call the question. Uh, all in favor of approving the minutes, sorry. The 14th. Of the 14th, excuse me. The 14th? Mm-hmm. Unless she has an issue with the, the 14th or the 28th. Hey, thank you, Michelle. I don't hear Carl any longer. Um, Carl, are you? Mm-hmm. Hi. Uh, he's there. Okay. So was your vote to approve the minutes of the 14th? Yes. Sorry, I could not hear you as well. So, and so uh, 5-0 vote, the minutes of the 14th are approved. Next in the line on the agenda is approval of the minutes uh, February 28th, do I have a motion there? I'll make a motion to approve the minutes of February 28th, 2022. Right? 
Do I have a second? I'll second it. Second. Thank you. Uh, so I have a motion to second any discussion. One point. Sorry. My name is misspelled in the very last sentence of the minutes. So not a big deal, but it is. <laughs> so I just have a well, comment. Well, dude, I got a headache <laughs> after that one. They do need the to be informative minutes that we have had in years and years. And I want to um, thank our solicitor for uh, leading us to the, the person who is now making up for minutes. So you'll see more detail. And you'll, and you'll see, now I've got an issue with this. That person was not approved by the board to do these minutes. And it's an expenditure. They're paying them. It was not approved, and the person just went ahead and did the minutes. I got a problem with this. Well, we'll have to find out more about that. That's a question we can bring up. See what's actually happened here. And we thank you. I echo that sentiment as well. Is there any other conversation on the minutes of the 28th? We're not getting billed at the uh, solicitor's rate. Okay, so uh, as far as approving them, all in favor of the minutes, approving them February 28, 2022. Say aye. Aye. Opposed? No opposed. So five What was the point in pulling them from the agenda? Well, the two things that they wanted to change for accuracy. One was to have the title. Right, okay. And then the other was to have the name spelled correctly. Vote minutes are approved. Uh, next, we have approved disbursements. The March 14th, uh, 2022 disbursements. Do I have a motion? Well, well I think we have an item that we do not want to approve on the disbursements at this time. <laughs> okay, so discussion? Yes, discussion. Uh, there's a, a membership refund. We do not have a, a refund policy. When you buy a membership, you put some consideration into it before you spend th over $3,500. And I know if I bought the membership and in June I dropped a rock on my foot and I couldn't play anymore, they're not gonna give me my membership fees back. So I, I don't know who approved this yet. I think we need to do some investigation on this. But uh, I, I think that if we want to, we could go forward and improve the check distribution with the exception of this one check, <coughs> if everyone's in agreement. I'll, I'll second it. I can support that. Yeah, um, I'm in support as well. And the other thing that um, came to mind is I just, if as far as the refund process is when someone pays with a credit card, are we reimbursing their credit card or are we reimbursing them in cash? Oh, we don't do reimbursements. I'm just saying if we do have... Get back to it. Who approved it? That's that's the key question is who, who even put this check on the register? Right. This is what we talked about before. Dave Spies asked Dave for a Spies, refund. Yeah, he wants his refund. A refund policy, like, are we reimbursing in the same method they paid versus a different method? Well, the problem is you don't have Does that make sense? Policy. I, I don't know, but right now we don't have a policy. I, I know. I'm saying that's one thing I would like addressed as well. In this case, it's just a check. You're, you're saying do we reverse the credit card charge? That's the easiest way to do it. So. Uh, well, we don't have a policy, so I'd yeah. like that as part of the policy going forward. That well, no, we, we need determine. to sit down and discuss the policy. You know, uh, usually when you join a club, like, are you pay a? And, see, I want to get rid of the membership fees altogether. I mean, we're a municipal public golf course now. We're trying to 
you know, uh, a hybrid private club or something, which we don't need memberships. You know, you come in, you play golf, you pay Great point. Get rid of the memberships. Yeah. Because there are guys out there who are playing 100 times a year and they're playing for $30. You know what I mean? Yeah. Around and they're getting a cart for $30. Well, the, the, the you know, again, this, this brings us back to the point about, you know, whether or not this golf course is able to generate revenue. And it, it is not a club. You, you can't have a municipal course that is a private club. Right. They're, they're trying to have, you know, both sides of the coin. Right. And it's to benefit them. Right. Because everything before this board was about, okay, let's clear up the dumb stuff so we can get back to golf. Right. Well, I think it's I think it's really unseemly that somebody who was, you know, basically kind of forced off the board because of, you know, actions that he took mm -hmm. now wants, you know, I want my I want my well, now I want my football and I want to go home. <laughs> golf and weddings. Yeah. Those things are, are sacrosanct. Right. No, understood. I was only adding that as part of our review, I would like it to address. Yeah, but that's not the motion on the table right now. The motion on the table is yeah, to I, accept. I don't get to say that. that. Well, you, you can bring it up in your okay. supervisor's report. It's discussion, Dave. We can, we can discuss agenda, it. That's, it's legitimate. So before I ask call for the vote, uh, there's a motion and a second duly placed. I heard that clear. Uh, are we going to have any discussion on the criteria where we would release that check while we're in the discussion phase of this? Um, are we going to develop a policy? We need to investigate who authorized this check and, and come to the conclusion. Look, I, I when I found out about this, I searched all the minutes for the last couple of years. I read all the documents. I went to the golf course website. There's nothing, absolutely nothing about any refund when you decide you don't want to do it. This person uh, paid a, a, a membership fee for the year. This person was out there golfing already this year, so he basically, you know, engaged in, in his membership. So, you know, I don't know what the reason is, but there's no refunds. Okay. All right, so we have a, mo a modified motion in a second, so I'll call for a Vote, though, all in favor of approving the disbursements of March 14th, sans the aforementioned disbursement, say aye. 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 Opposed? Aye. I was an aye, by the way. So 5 0 vote. Good. Now let's see where they go with this. Well, if they didn't approve the check, then it would seem to me that that just dies. Well, hang on. Okay, so next on the agenda, we have. No, he's just moving on. Yeah, he should. I mean, they approved the disbursements except for that one. So yep. that disper disbursement is canceled. Yeah. And they need to investigate who approved the, uh, you know, the check request to put it into disbursements. Because if it hadn't been for somebody reading the check disbursements really closely, that refund would have gone out. And he would have been the only person to get a refund when there's no refund policy. So I think this was handled correctly. Um, I do think they need to determine, uh, you know, A, what are they... There's a lot of things they have to determine, but, you know, do we have a refund policy? If not, tough luck. See, if it's me sitting on, on, if it's me sitting at that table, I'm going finance director, step up to the mic. I got some questions. Yeah. We're going to start right now. Well, but that's we're me. We're already an hour in, Mr. Yeah. Gallif, so.
Thank you for joining us for the Exeter Underground. Join us again next week for more news and analysis of all that is happening in Exeter. This has been a production of Jerry Gelliff Media.